This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. What's in a name? For a lot of non-binary people, it is any object. My name is Alex Willis Payne. I use they/them pronouns, and this is Stride with Pride. Hello and welcome back to Stride with Pride. I hope you've had a fantastic time since you've last listened to the last episode. As a quick lampshade, I am recording in a different place, um, so if you hear any background noises, um, that'll be the cars going past my window. Um, So just as a heads up, that may happen. So that's pretty spicy. And as another lampshade, I was quite sick when I was recording that um, in this episode, so uh, bear that in mind. But today, we are going to talk about names. So... You know, all things to do with names, how to choose them. I'm going to talk a bit about my story to do with names. You've heard about my first name, but, you know, I want to talk about my middle name because it's a fun time. Um, <laughs> so uh, you have to suffer with that. Um, haha. <laughs> I'm also going to talk about the power a name holds as well as some tips for you if you're looking to change your name. And yeah, so let's just get into it. So you guys all know my story about how I chose my first name. I said that in the first episode, but if you don't remember, um, basically I went through a few names, um, but ultimately decided on using a shortened version of my old middle name, Um, mainly because it was easier, but it also felt already connected to me. um, And so it was sort of just, it, it was a lot easier for other people to slip into as well, especially within my own family. But in choosing my middle name, it was a whole different story. I kind of put it off for a really long time I because I wanted to change my name legally, right? But I wanted to also have a what I called a secret name, um, so a middle name. <laughs> called it a secret name because, you know, most people don't know it and people are like, oh, what's your middle name? Um, and so having a spicy secret name that no one knows was really enticing to me. So I didn't want to change my name legally until I did that. Um, So, I mean, I kind of procrastinated it for a long time, Um, (laughs) a lot longer than I should have, but it it took a lot of searching to find. Um, And so, you know, the day that I finally decided to actually start properly working on it, um, it was, it was interesting. I sort of, I guess I sort of started by looking at stuff on baby name websites, stuff that I wanted um, in my name, so like words or vibes, um, and then looking at names that mean this. Um, and for me, I am so in love with the sky. It's, it's just something that fascinates me, um, and especially stars. I'm just, I, I love stars so much. <laughs> so I, I guess whatever it was, I wanted to include that as part of my name. Um, so I was sort of looking for stuff like that. Um, and then I came across the name Asteria, which is the Greek titaness of nocturnal prophecies, stars, and something else. Can't quite remember. And I was like, wow, that's a really cool name. I I like that a lot. Um, but it, it was too feminine. 
for me. Like I am obviously AFAB. I wanted something that wasn't automatically feminine to hear, right? And that's why I changed my name to Alex, not like Alexander or anything. Like I wanted something that was like when people hear it, it's like it's a new thing, you know? Because, I mean, I don't know that many people named Aster. Maybe for people who know an Aster, it's a gendered name. But for me, it wasn't. So I I was talking to one of my friends at the time. Hey, Kara. Um, <laughs> and I, I was talking to her about it. And I was like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's just not right. Like, I love it, but it's just, it's not quite right, you know? And, and then she, we were talking and she was like, well, what about Asta as a shortened form of that? And I was like, oh my God, that's my name. <laughs> and I, and then it was, <laughs> and now it is, it's my legal name. Um, so for me, it was sort of like a, it, it wasn't quite trial and error. I, I mean, I like sort of was like, mm, what names go with Alex? Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> I remember being like, mm, my initials are now AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, or, you know, the roadside service. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. But um, yeah, no, it was a really interesting experience. Um, and being able to finally find a name that's like, that, that is me, is really wonderful. <laughs> and I remember telling my my queer teachers that I had and um one of them he is he was a classics teacher and I had had him for classics um and I sent them an email being like you know hey you know I've been searching for my name well here it is here's what it means um and he was just like oh my god dead Holy mother of Gaia, it is a stunning name. And uh, uh, wonderful person. Love that teacher so much. <laughs> um, but for those wondering, um, Esther is, you know, the Greek titaness of Nocturnal Prophecies and Stars. Um, but uh, that's Asteria. Um, but also Esther is a, I think, genus of flower. Um, it's a sort of... It's a purple flower and, you know, purple's my favorite color. Um, but it also, because it had both the flower meaning and the sky meaning, it was very much a yin and yang sort of name. Like it held both within it and I thought that was really cool. And also, you know, um, I'm, I'm queer. So, um, you know, choosing a name that relates back to Greek mythology is like kind of mandatory um (laughs) or you know at least trying out a name from there because we're all deities we're all deities um that's the tea um and if you have problems with that then you're wrong so fun fact um (laughs) but yeah to be honest the process for choosing a name for me wasn't super arduous or like a really long hard thing it was just something that was passively in the back of my mind and it's been really interesting since I've changed my name how hearing the name I was given at birth has affected me or no longer does um it's been really interesting to witness the sort of change about that and over that because um when I first changed my name it was 
you know, obviously I was still responding to my old name because, you know, some people don't know and it was, you know, ingrained into me, obviously, because I'd had the name uh, for 14 or 15 years. And so obviously I still responded to that. But um, I guess after majority of people started calling me Alex on the rig, um, it, it did sort of start feeling like an affront to hear it. Like, like uh, almost like I was being attacked, but obviously like if people were calling me that, it was probably because they didn't know or they had forgotten. But it still felt like, I don't know, like someone had punched me, right? <laughs> um, almost like someone was just completely ignoring this huge part of me, which like most of the time they weren't trying to do that. And thankfully I wasn't misgendered purposefully by anyone to my face. Um, it was mostly mistakes, which I'm really grateful for. But, you know, it just still felt like an affront. Um, but it's really interesting now um, hearing when people talk about other people that have my birth name, when I hear it, it's still sort of, it, it's a, it's an interesting feeling. Like it's, it's like you hear it and you're like, it, it, it doesn't immediately feel like an attack or anything. It's like hear it and it's like, okay, that's someone's name. And then you're like, oh yeah, that was my name. That's interesting. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was really interesting because I, I noticed that like, I think it was last night. Um, of when I'm recording this, obviously. <laughs> um, someone was talking about someone they know with my old name, and I was like, oh, huh. And it's, it, I guess it, it it's not quite that it doesn't affect me anymore, but it just affects me in a different way. It doesn't feel like a punch anymore. It's Obviously, I know they were talking about someone else. It's like, oh, that's familiar to me, but it's definitely not me anymore didn't feel like it had any relation to me at all um and that's probably because you know I've been out with this name for like four years now uh year 11 12 13 now yeah four years well yeah no I, I think it was four years um like a month ago which is cool um a month of when I'm recording this <laughs> um so that's a fun fact um <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I've heard some people talk about how the, the sort of, di well, I guess it's not a dichotomy, but the difference between viewing your old name as birth name and as dead name. And it really, I guess I've seen it depend on how much it affects you. Because I would have said when it was still, you know, it felt like an attack to be hearing that name that it was a dead name, right? Um, but I guess now I would sort of say, oh, yeah, old name, birth name, because um, it's, I guess it's, it's just, like, not relevant to me anymore. It doesn't have an effect, so it doesn't feel like it's dead. Um, like, it's not like, oh, you're dead to me. It's just like a, oh, yeah, that was, that was a thing that happened. Lol, remember that. Fun, spicy time. I mean, I still wouldn't, like... I mean, I I might reveal it to my friends because I know they won't care. It's just, I don't know. It, it's just something that I remember and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> remember that fun time? Um, <laughs> it, it's, yeah, I guess I just think of myself so much as myself now, um, as non-binary, as Alex, that I'm like, oh, yeah, remember when I had that name and I was a female? <laughs> Lol. <laughs> What a phase, right? 
Um, so yeah, I guess I see it as a birth name now, and that's obviously no not trashing on anyone who uses dead name because there are definitely some people who still feel that way and that's completely valid and I'm not saying that you will ever have to get to the point where you're just calling it a birth name but I guess it's just something that I'm at peace with now but um I guess if I have to write it down as part of my name I'm like hmm it's still a bit weird I'm not completely over it or whatever (laughs) because if someone uses it to refer to me specifically I'm like uh, well, I mean, first of all, that's factually incorrect because my name is legally Alex. So, um, get your facts straight. Uh, straight. But like, it, it's just, it, it, it's not me. It's not who I am anymore. It is who I used to be, I guess. But me currently is not that at all. And it's not like it was a bad thing. I guess it didn't really start causing me pain until I had chosen a new name and for me, the choosing a new name, I guess it was, it wasn't like my old name had caused me pain or anything before that. I was like, I want a name that represents who I am and want to be. It wasn't necessarily the meaning that had drawn me in. Um, it was like, oh, it's part of my name already. I did try out other names, like I said. Um, but it, it was more that I, my old name didn't feel like it represented the identity I was coming into. And so I was like, okay, let's look for something else. And, you know, I found it. (laughs) It's actually really interesting. A lot of cis people don't realize that it's okay for them to change their name as well. Like, it's not exclusive to trans and non-binary people. Because I remember talking to my drama teacher, my old drama teacher, and he only goes by his middle name, which a lot of people don't actually know. But um, And he doesn't relate to or doesn't feel connected to his first name. And I was talking about getting my name legally changed. And he was talking about the way that hearing his first name at, you know, doctor's appointments and things like that made him feel. And I was like, that's a, that's a very similar experience to how I feel when I hear my old name, because it's because it, it's still my legal name, so it has to be called. Um, and so I was like, you know, you know, you can get your name legally changed too, right? Because, you know, it, he was saying about how, like, it just feels wrong to hear it. it it's like, it's not necessarily like it hurts, but it, it's it's just, it feels weird. Um, and I was like, I mean, yeah, no, same here. Um, so... He was like, yeah, you know what, maybe I will. So, um, you know, that was an interesting experience. Um, who knows if that's actually going to happen, but, you know, it's an interesting conversation to have because I guess if you go by a nickname for so long, it's just something you are, you know that people will call you as, but you, you still have to hear, like, a, f- a full name for um, important formal things, but that can still feel really weird, right? Um, and you, if, if you're cis, like, you're allowed to change that. You don't have to be. It's not exclusive to trans and non-binary people, you know? So that was an interesting thing to, to note. And names can have such weight, right? Like, 
it's it has so much effect over you and I, it was really interesting when I was I was discussing um with someone um because I'd seen a post that was like if you give your dead name to a fairy um so the fae you know how they steal names and stuff would they have control over you or not um and we were talking about I guess how if your dead name still had power over you and uh, if it still made you feel weird then you'd have to be careful about that because it still does have power over you. Um, but I guess it was interesting to be like, hmm, do do the Fae recognize your birth name or your name that you hold to be your name as your true name? So sort of the dichotomy and <laughs> intricacies of that. So I found that really interesting. Discuss it with your friends. Fun discussion topic. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm going to give you some tips given by a lot of you wonderful listeners um, and also me um, (laughs) on how to choose your name if you're trying to find the right one. I've given you some tips in here, but here are the clear bits, the clear laid out tips here. First one, obviously, well, maybe not obviously, find something that you want a value or a a, I don't know, something that you want your name to say about you or to express about you or to mean um, and search up names that mean this. Um, I found that really useful. So like I said, for choosing my name, Asta, because um, I wanted it to have something to do with the stars. Um, and so if you want it to have something to do with nature or other things, feel free to look into that. Um, and don't feel like you have to stick to English names. Obviously, we don't want to step into cultural appropriation, but, um, you know, if it would be appropriate for you to take that name, then go ahead, right? Obviously, baby name websites are your friend. If you're a writer, you also know baby name websites, your friend. Um, I always look up meanings on there, um, because I like having meanings in my names, but you can also write down sounds and syllables that you want to have in your name and then look for names with that and that. Um, Because we don't, as we're, I I saw something recently that was like, you know, we don't actually talk about like the individual sounds and syllables in words. We just hear words and they are, they, we understand them as the meaning, right? Um, (laughs) Um, so take the sounds of words apart and be like, wow, I really want the sh sound in my name or I want th as part of my name. So it just take sounds like that or zh. You can use sounds from other languages as well. Lots of possibilities. As an alternate to choosing a name with a meaning, Max says that finding a name is relative to how the individual thinks a name is supposed to mean. For them... They chose a name that felt like it had no meaning behind it, so they could turn it into something that was authentic to them or that they could make their own, which I think is a really cool concept. So, you know, names don't have to have this big meaning. Personally, it's something I look for, but, you know, you can just choose something random. (laughs) And, you know, you've seen everywhere with non-binary people just choosing, like, rock or knife or sock or anything for fun to shatter the gender binary, or just because it's a cool name, you know? It doesn't have to have this huge meaning behind it. You can just choose it because it sounds cool. Avery said, I legitimately just Googled baby names and Avery was at the top of the list. They picked five and then asked everyone they knew which suited them best and went with that one. 
So it, it can be as easy as that. You know, there's absolutely no pressure to have the big meaning behind it. You can just choose what makes you happy or what other people think is cool. And, you know, I sort of went with that for the name Kira chose for me. Also, I want to do just like a really quick shout out to Kira because, oh my God, I love you. Like, thank you for being my friend and for choosing this name for me. Um, I am honored to be named by you. And for those not aware, because that's probably most people, um, when she helped me choose this name, she did this wonderful, amazing piece of art of um, me, my face, fan art of me, uh, <laughs> with um, a sort of flower crown of aster flowers um, and then stars on there to represent the Asteria thing. And um, that made me cry. Um, and you had no right to do that, but I love you a lot, Kira. Thank you. Elliot suggests random name generators, um, as well as baby name websites, Really useful if you cannot think of anything or if you're having trouble finding something because maybe something will come up and it'll trigger something in your mind and be like, wow, that sounds cool. I like that one. (laughs) Someone else is reminding you that there is no shame in trying out a bunch of different names. People might get annoyed, but it's none of their beeswax. (laughs) You have all of the right to change your name at any time and just do whatever fits for you. Do what's best for you, okay? They also say if you're trying to find a name but you have transphobic, envyphobic parents, shortening your birth name can work sometimes, especially if you're saying like, oh yeah, it's it's a nickname that my friends are calling me, but in reality they're secretly validating you. <laughs> Some people have said, name yourself like you'd name a character. So, like I said, for me, um, that's to do with choosing it via the meaning. But, you know, however you'd name a character that you've made, if you're an artist or a writer or anything like that, just do name it like that. In terms of trying out names, um, there is obviously the Starbucks name. You go up to them and you give them the name that you are trying out. Um as well as there's something called the pronoun dressing room. So if you haven't heard of that, just feel free to Google it. Um, And there are little stories that you can pick um, and you write in your name and the pronouns you want used. Um, And it gives you a little story with like, it's like a self-insert thing, like your name and the pronouns as the character. Um, And so you can hear how that would sound um, to be used for you. And I find that really cool. Someone else has suggested um, that if you have a video game with a nameable uh, main character, um, so you can name the characters, um, then write down the name you want to try out there and you can hear how it would be like being referred to as that name, which is, you know, similar to that. um, But it's just about trying it out and seeing how it feels for you. And obviously you can ask close friends if it's safe to do so, um, to refer to as that name. if when they can or when it's safe to um so if you don't have that though pronoun dressing room and also video game mcs naming those as the name you want is really useful and liam says at the end of the day just find something that really resonates with you because people are gonna judge you regardless so you may as well just choose something that you like and something that brings you 
a lot of joy. And, you know, if that name is like plastic, why not? Right. Like you want to be called fairy light? Go ahead. Like if it makes you happy, why deny yourself that joy? Right. And obviously there is a lot of discrimination in the world and it is very hard to try out names if you're in a transphobic environment. And I'm so sorry if you are, but there are communities out there and spaces who will accept you for who you are unconditionally. And at the end of the day, it is your joy and happiness with the name that matters most. It's really important to remember that trans and non-binary joy is resistance, is an act of resistance because there's so much suffering in our communities that us being happy is an act of defiance against this horrible system. So just by being happy, you're being queer and committing fear. I don't know, what's the what's the general thing of be gay do crimes or be they do crimes? I have been informed that it is be queer, strike fear. Anyway, you're causing a ruckus just by being happy. And we live for chaos. So I think that's something to strive for. For today's Creator Spotlight, um, we have a YouTuber called A. Wild, and Wild is spelt W-Y-L-D-E. So their name is Atlas Wild, um, and they have recently just started doing a series on how to pick a non-binary name, um, which it can be really useful. Um, it is important to remember that, you know, any name is non-binary if it's your name and you happen to be non-binary. But again, unfortunately, in society, names are gendered in certain ways. So um, it's just something we have to think about. Um, but, you know, we have to think about things more than people who take it for granted do anyway. So um, it's a fun and fresh time. <laughs> But yeah, they also have a lot of videos um, that they made a, a decent amount of time ago um, that are focusing on it's a bunch of queer resources um, and explanations of things. So you can use that to educate some people who might be less educated, um, but it's also information for you. So go check them out. A.Wild on YouTube. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Hopefully it's given you a couple tips if you're struggling with your name. Um, and if not, I uh, hope you had fun listening anyway. <laughs> um, but I hope you have a fantastic day, afternoon or evening, whenever you are listening to this. Um, remember that you are wonderful and deserve so much love in your life and to be loved. And you're a fantastic person. Um, I don't make the rules. So, ha. Huh. Suck on that positivity. <laughs> but I will see you next time. Don't forget to spread your joy. See ya. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.